Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Tuesday, August 30th. It's cut day in the NFL. We're live. Cut day reaction show, which means that you're watching it at 4 p.m.-ish, 4.15-ish. Uh, on Tuesday, if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick6. You're probably listening to it, or, or, or the audio version will come out on Tuesday, because we're not going to hold it for Wednesday, but it could very well be the following day. Joining me to break down all the notable cuts, the trades, the moves, the roster machinations from a fascinating day in the NFL. Ryan Wilson and John Breach. What's up, boys? Breach, he just said Rasta machinations, like he's really into Rastafarian music all of a sudden. You know what? I don't doubt with Princeton. He's a renaissance man. It's true. I do. I mean, do you um do you know about uh Bob Marley? Yes. He's awesome. No, do you know about uh, the whole country of Jamaica? Yes. Do you know about Among Us? <laughs> right Among Us, the video game. Yeah, I know. My kid used to kids used to play it. I think it's it's a, is it over now? No, he's still going. What do you call um? What do you call a? Uh, you call actually, him the, the, the bad guy, the perp. I don't. Remember I was going to make an impasta joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that one didn't work out. Yeah, as am I. It didn't work out. Um, we would have anyway. taken your title from the Sons Man away, Brenton. You would only had it for 18 seconds. My voice is back, which is nice. It was gone. Yeah, we were we were literally just having a conversation about how some yeah, people yeah. think this podcast is terrible, and you're trying to tell an impossible joke, only reinforcing their impasta joke. Impasta joke. Not an imposter. Impasta. Imposter. That's what it was called. All right, let's go. Enough with this. Football season a lot of is almost here in CBS Sports. Football Pick'em is the best way to step up the competition and fun. Run a custom picks or survivor pool with friends and enter our CBS Sports Challenge for the chance to win guaranteed weekly and season-long prizes plus the $100,000 jackpot. Get started now at cbssports.com slash play or from the more menu of the CBS Sports app. Once again, that's cbssports.com slash play or on the CBS Sports app. No purchase necessary. See rules for details. Man. Glad that that uh, promo read reminds me that I've got to get this uh, get the, the the invite back out for my picks pool that I run every year, Mister Masterlock. Pretty good name, huh? What's it called? You Mr. Masterlock, Mister Masterlock. No, I don't love that one. There's one you came out with uh, regarding clowns that was pretty good. What's that thing you, you said you invented about clowns? Uh, well, no, the name of the pool was just Mister Masterlock. You invented yeah. clowns? No, I called um, Pete Prisco. Uh, and I call Pete Briscoe and Nick Costas surface level clowns. That's that's great. You probably didn't come up with that, but I'll give you credit for it since I don't know who originally did. I the Mr. Master on the fly. I just said you guys are a bunch of surface level clowns. That's great. That I like. That should be the name of everything that you do going forward. <laughs> that should be the name. Well, of remember, I, I'm not, but that makes it sound like I'm the surface level clown. Eh, all right. All right. We're gonna rip through a bunch of different news. Um, there, it's so it's it's weird how the NFL cut process has it, it's changed a lot because 
teams, and this is why I tra- there's more trades, right? The, there are, um, there's a lot more roster flexibility. There's a lot more salary cap space. Teams are a lot less likely to move off of um, bigger name guys with bigger cap hits because they can they can either trade them or they can, you know, you know what I mean? There's just not like, you don't see the names cut that you maybe you used to, but certainly there are always some notable highlights. Also worth noting, when they used to have the four-week preseason, this used to happen right around Labor Day, I believe. Saturday right? of Labor Day. Yeah. You'd be playing soccer. That's exactly right, because I'd be traveling, checking my phone. and you know, Wilson would be on his camping trip. Yes. Um, no, no, I would be going to Asheville, North Carolina. Brinson was right. But anyway, the point is that it's changed. Um, and but now- I think a few years back, even before they shortened the preseason, they moved it to the Friday before Labor Day, maybe? It's been Tuesday since last year. Oh, it was just before that. that. It just started yeah. last year? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, then it was on a Saturday. So, yeah, uh, things are changing. It, it sort of feels like it – it started to leak out more and much the same with the free agency sort of change because they have the the soft window or whatever it's called um, just because teams want to get it over with before the official 4 p.m. deadline on Tuesday. So we've seen some names trickle down and now it's, it's official. The other thing I want to say quickly is that you might be excited that your favorite player made the bottom of your team's roster. They might end up getting cut once they sign some on another player from a team that just right. also got cut. Yeah. And well, the other thing about the Saturday, um, Saturday, the previous way they used to do it, like when I remember when we started at CBS, it was like, Teams would just do all the work on Saturday. Like they wouldn't even mess around. Just, and, and they started getting a little more aggressive about getting the cuts done by like Thursday or Friday, getting the rosters ready. Because so the final they, week four game, what, they used to be all on Thursday at 8 p.m. or whatever, I think, right? Right. And then Saturday, as the guy who ran the cuts tracker like six years in a row when the cuts were on Saturday, so I have to work on Saturday, uh, you would have teams just totally ignore the <laughs> yeah. 4 p.m. deadline because it was a Saturday. It was like, whatever. That's so you have like right. the Raiders, the Cardinals, these teams literally every year would send in their final cuts at like 9 p.m. I mean, I'm sure they finalized it at 4. To well, because you, didn't, you didn't have to. In fact, you didn't even have to do it till Tuesday at 4 p.m. The official the next official league day, like the business day, because you'd have Labor Day on Monday. And so Tuesday at 4 p.m. was the actual like, you know official deadline. So I think that's why they um, probably part of I mean, Obviously there's no, yeah, there's no fourth preseason game now, which I, I like this setup a lot better and not just for selfish personal reasons. Uh, given that Deontay Johnson and TJ Watt both got hurt in the last week, three preseason game. I'm also in favor of fewer preseason games. Also in favor of not playing the best players on your team, but that's another conversation. How about one preseason game? Oh, we have breaking news. Oh boy. Oh, no. Is oh, it oh, legit oh. breaking news for this podcast? Hell yeah, it is. Oh, please tell me we won this thing. No. The Bengals cut Louisville legend Jake Browning. And get out of, get out of Eagles here. Eagles are cutting LSU legend Joe Burrow. Just kidding. The Seahawks are cutting Drew Locke. Take a white side. No! Oh, no! Mm. I hope he lands on a white side. Of course, traded from the Eagles to the Seahawks. Shout out to... Uh, uh, super acquaintance, Sully made that up yesterday. Super acquaintance, Josh Edwards in the chat for noting that the Seahawks are Super cutting. acquaintance, what a slap in the face. <laughs> I said Although, to Sully, I was like, he's getting a little too, he's getting like pretty super frenzy. He's like, maybe I'm just a super acquaintance. So I was like, all right. That could actually be a badge of honor. Tonight. Super friends with benefits? No, that's your podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, all right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the cuts. And we, I mean, we start, we didn't, I guess we didn't talk about this. Um, did you guys talk about this? Friday, we oh, did yeah. a mailbag. The, but the Jimmy G restructured contract. I think. Hadn't happened yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. It happened 
We didn't have a time machine at that point. Happened on Sunday or Monday? We had one. We just didn't want to use it on. It football. happened on Monday because I got a, a an ask from CBS Sports HQ to to do a hit uh-huh. on CB on Jimmy G. I was at a JB soccer game and I politely declined. So Jimmy G had his contract restructured by the 49ers. He agreed to a restructure. He is, uh, as Kyle Shanahan noted, we have a starting quarterback as a backup. There's no way that's bad for our team. He is the, um, this is, he's the, he's the QB two for the 49ers. It's crazy how quickly this twisted. He was just going to be cut. He was going to be gone. The, um, the, the 49ers have said emphatically that Trey Lance is their starting quarterback. Um, and Kyle Shanahan also said, uh, like, this was a case of, oh, my God, Jimmy Garoppolo's available as a backup quarterback, and that makes sense for him, and that makes sense for us. What else is there to think about? <laughs> we have a starting quarterback as a backup. The rest of the league had a chance to get him. I feel for- so fortunate that they didn't. There's no way that's bad for our team. Um, do we what – do we, what do we make of – I mean, like Jimmy G sticking with the 49ers. I think this is the best case scenario for the 49ers. I, I thought they should have done this all along. The only other team that could have traded for with his current salary was the Browns. Well, they need him, but they didn't do it. Yes, that's right. And it was widely believed that the Seahawks would at least be interested in signing Jimmy Garoppolo if he was cut, which was expected to be the case. I think, the four, I think that played into the 49ers being willing to figure out a way to restructure this deal and keep him there, right? I think this says a whole bunch that I will see what Breach has to say that, that you're not full on conspiracy theory about Trey Lance. I think that's the situation. Look, if John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan can put up with having to explain why they traded up to number three and took Trey Lance and set him on the bench for a year, they can certainly handle having to talk about why they restructured Jimmy G. I'm not a huge Jimmy G guy. I'm on record as saying that he's probably better than I give him credit for. But I think you're rolling with Trey Lance this whole entire year unless Trey Lance happens to get hurt. That would be unfortunate, but that I think that's reality. Also, and I don't know if you want to get to it or not, but either way, they released Nate Sudfeld and they kept Brock Purdy, their seventh-round pick out of Iowa State. Mm. Brock Purdy actually played really well. Um, and, um, I think Brock Purdy was in uh, definitely a few, like, way too early mock draft first rounds. Ab- absolutely. Not last year, the the year before, but he went back. And then, as Todd Furman, our, our gambling expert, noted uh, during the week four, week three preseason games, he said Brock Purdy's played better in the preseason than he played the last two years at Iowa State. And that's <laughs> the truth. Uh, so that's also interesting, and that's just insurance behind Trey Lance. Again, should he, for any reason, have to miss any football games, uh, it won't be because Trey Lance can throw five interceptions in the first three games, and he's still playing in week four. I don't think this is anything. Yeah, he is. If they lose to the Chicago Bears and the Seattle Seahawks. I just said they lose. You can still five interceptions and still beat the Bears. That's a lot of interceptions to not lose. He's not going to. I would say, Brinson said the 49ers are winners here, and that I absolutely agree with. I think the losers are Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. Uh, Trey I Lance think, why is Trey Lance a loser? Trey Lance is a loser because as soon as – if the 49ers get off to a rough start, or if he has this five-interception game you just mentioned, Wilson, all that you're going to hear about are 49ers fans saying, why aren't we playing the guy who got us to the NFC title game last year? If you go in uh, to this Monday night game in week four against the Rams and you're one and two uh, – Trey Lance would get booed at home if he's having yeah, these five interception games. And that's isn't, not isn't Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, aren't they more than most GMs and coaches uh impervious to the that kind kind of chit chat given the fact yeah, that Yeah, but is Trey Lance impervious to that? That's fine if they are, but I'm saying that he's gonna be looking over his shoulder anytime there are ba- if there's a bad game. If they don't come out of the gate on fire, it's just gonna be why aren't we playing Jimmy Garoppolo? It just sets up a quarterback controversy. And look, you can say 
oh, Kyle Shannon and John Lynch can handle it, but they're not the ones on the field actually playing the football. And if Trey Lance, if there's any doubt about Trey Lance in the organization or with the coach, what if that plays in the part why they want to keep Jimmy Garoppolo? This is only going to add to it. So I think Do, Trey Lance, uh, this is a bad deal for Trey Lance. And if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, it's a bad deal because you have to think, I don't know how they talked him into taking an $18 million pay cut, uh, first of all. And I, I just think that if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, maybe they said, here's your no trade clause. You can basically pick where you go if we deal you before the deadline. Um, and if you play, you'll get, you know, up to 16 million, but otherwise just chill with us for another year. Dude, let me ask you this. I think actually I don't disagree with what you're saying. They're not going to start one and two. That that schedule uh, is. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they do, because of the bad teams they play on the front end, if you lose to the Bears or the Seahawks, the bells are going to start ringing right away. Yeah, if, you, if you lose at Chicago, there will definitely be. If, but let me let me ask this though: it, are, is there support among 49ers fans for Jimmy G? Because I don't feel like he's the backup that you're pining for. Or maybe I'm reading the room wrong. I think you're reading the room wrong. Really? They're 49ers seen, fans that'd rather have Jimmy G than Trey Lance. I, I'm on Twitter. I'm not saying it's completely pro Trey Lance. You know who does want? I, 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 let's 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 hold the phone here. I mean, the. The, the idea that the, I mean that they're going to Luke start out one on one is not it's not insane. I mean, the, but those teams we don't think the Bears or Seahawks are great, but Seattle could beat. I mean, you know, it's at Chicago. Weirder things have happened in Week One, and the Seahawks are a division rival. I mean, like that that's not crazy. Now, given that they're at Denver and then have the the Rams at home in the next two weeks, that's you know you really do need to start two and zero. I think this is more about the idea. I, I'm trying to read between the lines here with what Kyle Shanahan is saying. He's, you know, he said, was asked why they tried to trade Garoppolo if he was such an asset. And I'm reading, uh, Eric. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with the last half of that word. <laughs> the coach then threw some shade at the league's other 31 teams with their inertia. The rest of the league had a chance to get him, Shanahan said. I, I sort of get the sense, and maybe I'm wrong, but that Trey, that Trey Lance, getting Trey Lance, I think, I think that Kyle Shanahan loves Trey Lance, but I think that getting Trey Lance may have been more of a, um, <laughs> more of a, uh, uh, I can't remember the GM. Um, the John Lynch. Name. John Lynch, thank you. Good Lord. I blacked out and couldn't remember John Lynch's name for a second. But I'm wondering if it's like, is it more of a John Lynch thing and the idea that, or or at least maybe the idea that getting rid of Jimmy to help Trey start was maybe a John Lynch thing. And Kyle Shanahan likes the idea of, of having Jimmy as a safety net, but because John Lynch wants to give Trey Lance a freedom to be the guy without someone behind him, they tried to trade him, and and Kyle Shanahan was fine, like sort of not pushing the trade, you know, not not being not aggressively helping to move along the trade. Does that you know what I'm saying? Like he he, this is what Kyle Shanahan wants to have. I think this is a, a function of not a good enough offerer in the trade market, and I wanted to cut him and see him going to Seattle. I think that's it. I don't think it's. I'm not going to overthink it. I think Trey Lance is guy. Trey Lance didn't play great in the final preseason opportunity that he had. I don't think that matters, and I don't. I think a lot has to go wrong. Um, if Trey Lance is in perfect health for him not to be on the field all season. Well, I think your first part of that, Ryan, it feels like the the, the teams that need a quarterback were basically playing a game of chicken with the 49ers. Right. Like, why are we going to give you anything for Jimmy Garoppolo when you're just going to have to cut him? So they were basically daring the 49ers to cut him. And then the 49ers were at the end like, ha ha, joke's on you. We're not cutting him. We're restructuring his contract, keeping him. You don't get him, Seattle. You don't get him, Cleveland. We get him. And he's not even going to start for us. He's going to sit on the bench. Well, I think there's also something to the fact that if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, 
you're looking around the league at possible destinations, right? So they give you this, they obviously give you this no trade clause. You get, you can say, I don't want to go there. Like they can't just ship you to the Panthers without your, without your blessing. You're, you're, you're likely two destinations you were going to before you reworked the contract were Seattle as a free agent or Cleveland via trade. And I don't know. I mean, I mean, not particularly appealing options. You know, if you go to Seattle, you're battling with, uh, you know, you're battling with Drew Locke and and uh, and Geno Smith, and you're on this Pete Carroll offense that who knows how many times you're going to throw per game. And if you go to Cleveland, you're only the you're only the starter if you beat out Jacoby Brissett uh, for 11 games, and then Deshaun Watson takes over. And then so you know maybe it makes more sense for him to remain an asset on the bench with a chance to win with his teammates that you know that he loves. He's still getting paid good money. And there's a, probably a decent chance that he'll end up playing some, whether it's via injury or, or maybe trailing struggles or whatever. You know, we see back, backup quarterbacks. I mean, how often, like, what percentage of time does a, you know, does it, does like, like the, the backup quarterbacks play a lot in the NFL? It wouldn't be surprising at all to see Jimmy Garoppolo play, not even because Trey Lance isn't good, but because Trey Lance gets hurt because he runs the ball a bunch. And what if it, Trey Lance stays healthy? How many games does Jimmy Garoppolo play? Um, over I mean, under three. Player start. Way under three. I would take the under. There's what? no way he plays three games. None. I, mean, I think Drew Lance is going to be good. Even if he's average. This is the, the Tua Tagovailoa thing that we've talked about, or the Kenny Pickett thing. You don't want to be jerking him in and out of the lineup. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. So asked, if Lance doesn't work out, who's in the firing line? Lynch, Collins up in Miami, slash Cowboys, etc. I don't think that... Um, I don't think that Trey Lance... I mean, Trey Lance would have to be really, really, really bad for anybody to get fired uh, for this season. I think that's the other thing too is like if Trey Lance doesn't work out and Jimmy can step in and you can, you know you're still a playoff team, like nobody's getting fired for that. You know what I mean? I yeah, know. but that means handing the reins over to Jimmy mid-season. If you're talking about he's so bad that Jimmy makes you a playoff team, but Trey Lance doesn't, you've got to be able to uh, yank him earlier than you probably like. Yes, Jimmy G is evil, sexy Andy Dalton. I mean, I don't think it's a evil, sexy Kirk Cousins. I don't think it's a wonderful. um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I don't think it it speaks well of the evaluation process. If you're the coach and the GM, if you get to the playoffs with Jimmy Garoppolo and just blow through the third, the third overall pick, the first round pick, you had to give up. It does not. That is a Kyler Murray type situation. And while Kyler has a new deal, it ain't like the Cardinals are setting the world on fire. (laughs) Or Josh Rosen situation. Well, that's, well hey, that's, you made the right call, but I mean, he also made the wrong call. Right, that's part of the that's part. I, of I, I am, um, I am, I am, I am confident in Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance will be fine. Yeah, I think he'll be fine too. He hasn't played a lot of football, so we have no idea. He yeah, might be terrible. Kansas, he might he be gets great. hurt, and you have a really they have a really good roster, and they believe that they can make a Super Bowl run. But where um, do you draw the line with that good roster? If this is your Super Super Bowl window, and you are putting it in Trey Lance's hands, and they went to um, they went to one Super Bowl and almost went to another one with Jimmy Garoppolo. It ain't like Jimmy Garoppolo is Joe Montana. I don't understand why. I mean, like, what, what, I mean what do you, what does their record have to be? Like, That's what I'm asking. That's what I was about to ask you. That is what I was about to All ask. Right. You. It's week nine. They're on their bye. They're at Chicago, three and five. They're three and five. And, I mean, and if, they're three, if they're three and five, and they have Chicago, Seattle, Carolina, Atlanta on the schedule. Um, that's well, I was looking at the Broncos, completely possible they lose that. Rams, completely possible they lose that. They play the Rams, Rams twice. twice. And they play the Chiefs, completely possible they lose that. So that's four losses. And then one of those four other games that they should win, they lose. Just one of them, you're three and five. 
like it's at least plausible. It's not. It's not outrageous. I, I would. I mean, I, I would be pretty surprised if they didn't split with the Rams. I mean, they, you know, Kyle Shanahan's done a good job against Sean McVay. Um, they're home against Kansas City, and yeah, you know, Denver. But it's hypothetical. Say we're saying they are three and five. Are you th- and Trey Lance threw multiple interceptions in two of those five losses? No, he's still playing. No. When are you, when are you gonna see what you have in him? He's the third overall pick. Usually these guys play in year one. But, uh, but are you willing to take the chance to throw away an entire season? Jimmy Garoppolo. Because of Trey Lance or because of the schedule? That's they'll have to decide that. Here's the thing: Jimmy Garoppolo ain't, ain't walking through that door. To quote Rick Pitino, because they were two, like, they were two and three going to the bye, and they they stuck I with mean, Jimmy. You know what I wanted to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo? I wanted him to go to Cleveland, play the first eleven games, and go ten and one. Yeah. The only loss coming to the Steelers. Well, to the Bengals, but same. Half all right, season. let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about all the other cuts and moves that happened on Tuesday. Next. So, the I was called the Oakland Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders waived 2021 first-round pick Alex Leatherwood. That is uh, not great for... You know, an indictment of a you know, further indictment of uh, John Gruden and Mike Mayock's time. If you're Mike Mayock, I don't know if he's on Twitter or not. Do you come out on some form of social media and say, I had nothing to do with these picks. This is all John Gruden's doing. Cause that I would mean, be hilarious. They, they have five first round picks. Here we go. Perfect. Five, six first round picks. Excuse me. Since 2019, when they had three first round picks, 2021 was Alex Leatherwood. He was just cut by the new regime. Josh McDaniels, uh, 2020, uh, first round pick Henry Ruggs, of course, involved in a tragic, uh, you know, horrific tragic accident in jail. Obviously, cut. Twenty twenty first round pick David Arnett, cut. And all three of the fifth year options for Cleveland Farrell, Josh Jacobs, and Jonathan Abram have been declined. I mean, and like this is a these are these are pretty high picks. These are opportunities. Like if you hit on those six picks, your team is probably really good right now. And man, they just they're good anyway. Cool. But yes, I take your point. All right, let's 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 play this game, which I love to play. So three first round picks. Let's see who they could have had. I'll do it quickly. Yeah, this stupid thing will load. All right, so Cleveland Farrell was fourth. Josh Allen's the obvious answer there, or Devin White. God, Josh Allen went seventh. Okay, so you get Josh Allen, and then it was was like who? It was like they need a pass rusher or a linebacker. They're either taking Josh Allen or Devin White, and they took Cleveland. And then when was Jonathan Abram was twenty seventh? Josh Jacobs twenty fourth. So Josh Jacobs twenty fourth. You could have had. Well, there's not a lot behind him in the first round. Second round, they could have Debo Samuel. I mean, they could have had any one of those wide receivers. Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown. All right. So, uh, yeah, AJ Brown. So let's say AJ Brown, Debo, and then. Um, so I would say I would say you go Josh Allen, Debo, and then. Wait, what are, you, are we talking about? Josh Jacobs or are all the picks they could have had? In all the picks they could have had after the the players available after they made the original selections. Oh my God, JJ Arthega Whiteside would be an option. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. Like, I think you have to kind of replace it with something similar. Like, you don't replace Jonathan Abram with a you know a running back per per se. I used to get Miles Sanders. I mean, you just take the best players. Why not? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, you know, Marquise Blair's afterwards, but he's about to get cut if he hasn't got cut Montgomery instead of Josh Jacobs. Juan Thornhill's played pretty well, but he's not a difference maker. I would just take David the Montgomery makes sense. Okay, yeah, Dave Montgomery. Uh, we'll just replace it with the next the next person of that the next player drafted that position, right? Yeah, but the problem with that is it might not be till three rounds later, like Dave Montgomery, and you could have made your team better with Debo or AJ. Well, I mean, Brown. Miles, Miles Sanders is the next running back. 
Well, I'd rather have Debo Samuel is my point. Or, or yeah, I'm just sure. So, all right, that's 2019. 2020 was, is that just, um, that's... Okay. I mean, they Henry, took rugs over Jerry, Judy, and... CeeDee Lamb, Lamb. And Jalen Rager. And Justin Jefferson. I mean, CeeDee Lamb is the obvious answer. Like, that was... No, no. Just, I think you take Justin Jefferson. Okay, either Justin Jefferson. Okay, no one would have been surprised if they took Justin Jefferson or CeeDee Lamb instead of Henry Ruggs. Prisco heard late in the process that Henry Ruggs might be the first wide receiver taken because yeah. of the speed. And I say you're stupid. They should take CeeDee Lamb. Which so, is a classic Raiders move. You see their 40 time, you're like, right. I'm drafting them. So was that the only – what was the other pick in the first round? Uh, they, they all said Damon Arnett in that draft. Oh, God. I so mean, the even – cornerback taken was Noah and Jeff Gladney. Glad he's been cut because he's he had some trouble. Um, they could, I mean, this is when you get your running back. You got Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Good lord. Oh, Michael Pittman. Antoine Winfield. Maybe this is when you get your safety. I mean, yeah, there you go. And so this, I mean, even looking at these picks, because uh, we were questioning these at the time. This was yes, like everyone. Was like, what are you yeah, doing? And it was the Kuzin Chargers at Mayock or Gruden, and Gruden pretty sure had final say. I mean, the you know, 2019 draft, it was like, oh, my God, you had three first-round picks and you didn't do a good job. How do you do that? Like, you had a 10% of the first round and you did a bad job. And then 2020, 2021, Alex Leatherwood. They could have had Christian Darisaw at 23. Um, or if they wanted to draft a, another position. Rashad Bateman. Uh, let's see. Eric Stokes, who's played well. Outplayed uh, Jason Oway, Adafi Oway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Elijah. mean, nobody thought they should take Alex Leatherwood there. Elijah Morton? No, no, absolutely not. Even I, Javon Holland getting to the second Robert round, Williams. another safety. Yeah, so they literally took the worst possible, worst case scenario in every pick except the Henry Ruggs one, who turned out well, but obviously had the off field. No, no, no. I mean, they, they should not have taken Ruggs. They should have taken Ceedee Lamb. That's the least egregious of the on field productivity picks. Okay, but yes, you take Justin Jefferson or Ceedee Lamb. So we're saying, I mean, if you want to give it, if you want to give them the picks, you say they could like they could have had Josh Allen. Um, who's the next one? Uh, Josh, let's say Josh Allen, uh, Debo Samuel, and I'm taking AJ Brown, but you can take Dave McCarthy and Byron Murphy. How about that? By- Byron Murphy's fine, but yeah. I'm sort of I'm just sort of going through like the next closest like similar thing. I know. So you got you got so you got Josh Allen, Debo uh, and Byron, Debo Byron. and Byron, and then you come back with CD Lamb. You're just absolutely loaded at this point. Yeah. Uh, we can't even you can't even trade for Devontae Adams because you're so loaded. Um, no and then, uh, I said Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Yep. It's just and freaking. And then the other one you take Christian Darrisaw instead of Alex yeah. Leatherwood. And you're just your team's just really good right now. God, I mean that's that is the F minus of F minus multi year draft classes. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, How and, do you when you have and maybe the I mean look I don't know if it's Gruden's fault or not it just sort of feels like the right thing to say but maybe it isn't but how Gruden's, do you have a a room full full of 50 plus evaluators and this is the best you can do. Yeah. Clearly not every one of those people felt that way and so again it, it leads you leads one to believe that perhaps the decision was made by one person. I won't name names. Name names Ryan. Name Gr- all the names. Mark Davis's dog. Um speaking his of first round picks, his name is not Nike by the way. Nike is could be a general manager for 31 of 32 NFL teams. Speaking of first round picks, the Eagles kept their first round pick from 2020. Jay, uh, Jalen Rager, the much maligned 21st overall pick, who was taken despite the fact that everyone and their brother believed Harry Roseman and the Eagles would take Justin Jefferson at 20 at 21st overall. They took Jalen Rager. Jefferson went 22nd to the Vikings. 
There's a famous video of Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer being like, what the? Oh my God, what a bunch of idiots. And um, Rager, I, I think it's, I mean, I thought it was crazy that Rager was going to get cut after just two years. Like, that's wild to me. I understand the comparison with the, Je- the Jefferson thing. And um, there was a rumor, too, by the way, that Rager was going to get traded to Minnesota, which would have been hilarious if they sent J-Jaw to, to play with DK Metcalf and Rager to play with Justin Jefferson. Just cruel. Oh, I thought you meant uh, Jalen Rager for Justin Jefferson trade. That would be funny. That would be funny. No. Like, Rager would be like on the roster with Justin Jefferson just looking at him, knowing that he he's the one who mentally screwed him up. Um, I mean, just to also there, Rager would be a pretty horrible pick, even if Jefferson wasn't the direct pick behind him. But that just kind of had fuels to the fire for fans, for sure, and, and for critics across the NFL. But he'd be re- bad regardless of the picks behind him. Well, and, I mean, the, and it was the fact that, like, Jay Jaw, you know, so, so it was, it, it, the pick was emphasized so much by DK Metcalf and AJ Brown, I guess, right? Yeah. It's I mean, like back to back years. There's an absolute horrendous whiff. I know Jay Jaw was after AJ Brown, sorry. It, I mean, it's pretty wild to me that despite all those misses, they have a, a pretty elite wide receiving duo right now for them it, to get there wild. within two years. Yeah, they're, they they're trade, the anti they trade for one of them, obviously. Um, I think Debo's okay with that trade. David Blythe in the chat, Eagles fan here. I don't know if they even put him in special teams role this year. He muffed almost a half dozen punts kicks last year. Yes, he certainly did. Um, I, I would guess it's more of a Howie Roseman doesn't want is like wants to just try and doesn't want to give up on him too early. Did the same thing with J. Jaw, right? You know, didn't waited three years, just, just hoping something will click and. I mean, they switched Jay Jaw to tight end, and like yeah, they they did everything like they could with him. Like okay. like Ryan said at the top of the show, like I don't think it's any guarantee that Rager's on the team by week eight or or week eighteen. But yeah, I like keeping him around for now. I will say I liked Rager coming out, not better than Justin Jefferson, but I liked him. I thought he'd certainly be better than this, and I didn't hate Jay Jaw. But good lord, that it just just didn't work out. So the Eagles have AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Jalen Rager, Zach Pascal. John Hightower and Britton Covey. That's I mean, that's, not, I mean, that's a pretty good depth at, at wide receiver. You know, I don't mind that. Plus, yeah, you got of uh, Olympian Devin Allen today. Mm. So with some speed there with uh, with Quez and and Hightower. Yeah, we're okay. Uh, the Eagles also traded for and apparently moving uh, moving to safety cornerback or defensive back. Uh, CJ uh, uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson is what he's going by. Or is he going by Chauncey Gardner Johnson now? I think he was Chauncey in college and CJ now. Okay. I think um, that's right. They got it for nothing from the Saints, Debo. You have to be pretty thrilled about that. Yeah. I mean, um, I think probably the type of, of personality that will fit in in Philly, like when he starts jawing at uh, opposing receivers and defend or offensive players, Eagles fans will, will eat that up. Um, I'm sure there'll be a couple dumb penalties here and there based on his history. I mean, I've been confused over the past couple of days when you see Tart get released, Anthony Harris get released to about a month ago. I thought we we're going to be the Eagles starting safeties, but I, I still think the secondary is pretty strong. And Gardner Johnson seems like he just couldn't get a deal done with the Saints as they were talking about an extension. So that equals Eagles getting him for, for pretty cheap, like you said. Yeah, and the Eagles secondary is stacked with uh, what James Bat- Bradbury, Darius Slay at corner, and it feels like 
Gardner Johnson is a slight risk. I mean, Debo, that's what you were talking about earlier, and you just kind of mentioned now that it literally looked like the Eagles had their two starting safeties on their roster 24 hours ago, and then it, everybody just up in arms like, what's going on? Why did they just cut their starting safeties? And those are the kind of crazy things that can happen on cut day. But Gardner Johnson really hasn't played a ton of safety. He's been a slot guy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he does in that spot. Yeah. You're banking on it. You got rid of everybody else. You're saying, all right, man, this is your spot. All the pressure's on you. Please don't blow it. I think yeah, it's fine. Avante Maddox slid around a little bit as a, a rookie, has some experience playing safety, can can slide over there. Marcus Epps, the new, you know, starting strong safety probably in replacement of, of the two guys that left. But feeling good a week out. Yeah, you should be. I mean, are the uh, are the well, Eagles like closest close. to favorites to win the division? It's they are. Uh, wins over Wilson. I don't know what Caesars has. I mean, we got win totals later in the week for NFC. Cowboys are still... Ten and a half Eagles are at nine and a half, but the, the way those are juiced, it's it's trending towards the Eagles. I we've been saying all along, saying all off season. Like I Eagles. can't wait to hear the win totals podcast. Am I on it? <laughs> yes, yeah, listen are. to it. Am That's I exciting? It's me and Wilson. Oh, it's, cool. it's purely a wins over Wilson podcast. Good. It's called the Wow Show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not the uh, friends with benefits show. That's that's the that's the after show, starring Will Brinson. The uh, Texans cut Marlon Mack, and someone was surprised, which now means that Damian Pierce, their first round pick, ooh, sorry, is likely a starter for them in Week One. What do you think about that, Wilson? With the uh, sort of using your junior draft analyst mode to, to yeah, Damian Pierce had a a great season of Florida, a really good Senior Bowl. Uh, there was a lot of buzz in Mobile, Alabama that week, and it's played out over the course of the preseason where he's he's been balling out as Pete Prisco continuously warns folks the preseason doesn't matter but it's hard not to get excited about Damian Pierce in the preseason because it feels like running back translates better than than other positions in the preseason whether you're playing against first second or third team or so uh clearly the Texas felt the same way I just turned in my picks I don't know if I should give you guys an insight because I am the reigning champion who did the Texas play in week one they play the The Colts Colts. they're huge dogs I I think Texas are going to cover that game. Did we get a uh, an email with asking for our picks? Yeah, plus eight is what it sits at currently as we do this live. So Damian Pierce and Long Neck Mills, I think, has something for the Colts who actually like to win the division. Was it Brett who sent us the request? No, Lucas Rodriguez has now taken over those those duties. Shout out Lucas. Shout out Um, Lucas. Is it L U C A S or L U K A S for Lucas? L U C A S. You're not on the email, Brenton, so you're not doing pictures. Rodriguez. Uh, I've got it. I, I just don't. Um, sometimes it doesn't come to my main inbox. He's on the email. Yeah. I see Brenton's name. Yeah. So I'm so, not going to forward it. It says Will. I've got the email, guys. Just to, Why are you asking? Why are you quizzing us about it? I, I missed it when it came in an hour ago. I was looking for Brett Anderson, not for Lucas. Classic Brinson. Yeah, but you understand, like you understand, you get a, when you get a new email, it's, it's bolded, so that's what you look for. You don't look for specific names. Is this the first time this month you've answered an email, Brenton? He hasn't answered it yet, so no. Oh, so okay, still O for the month. Uh, you don't understand. Emails that are sent directly to me sometimes do not come to my direct inbox. I have to go look for them. It is a that's what email. I tell people about text messages when I don't want to answer them. <laughs> yeah, you've told me that Same. before. <laughs> I know it's a lie because Brenton's trying um, to beat it. Uh, Brinson literally said, I sometimes email sent directly to me. Don't come directly to me. They go to like my updates inbox or my promotions inbox. Promotions. There's a such inbox. Just, you have the same inbox, bro. 
I answer my emails. Guess how many unread emails I have right now? Four. Zero. Wow. I had it down, but then I switched to the main thing, so I would get the alert to my phone again. Whatever. Um, nobody cares about this. Let's say... Let's, let's move on. Okay. I, I have a lot of Damian Pierce in fantasy. I think he's a good guy to have. I think the Texans will be forced to probably pass the ball a lot because have a lot of catches out of the backfield. They'll, they'll try to be conservative and run the ball. Um, he's going to be the primary carrier. I like him as a uh, sleeper in fantasy. Quarterback cuts that were made include the Vikings waving Kellen Mond and Sean Mannion. I assume they're going to hope Mond clears waivers and they can put on the practice squad. Um, Mannion, as I predicted on CBS Sports HQ, as you guys asked me on the podcast, was the likely loser. I didn't ask you that, but thank you for putting it forth. The other loser, me, for being so high on Kellamon coming out. That was stupid. You know who's the winner? Mike Zimmer. Why? Yeah, I'm getting like a bunch of like people quote like retweeting. He still still hates Kirk Cousins. He's on the roster. Mike Zimmer was asked, "Do you want to see Kellamon next week?" He said, "Not particularly." Back in January. (laughs) Wait, what? I don't get it. What does that mean? To start the game or something? They're like, do you want to see what Kellamon could give you next week? Oh, Is right. Yeah. Not no, particularly. I, I, I remember that being frustrated because I wanted to see if Kellamon was any good. Yeah. Yeah, that, that wasn't great. That that's that was a they cut a bunch of third round picks in that class too. Um, who else was in that class? Here it is. Let me look real quick. Chesserat, Wyatt Davis. Chesserat, Wyatt Davis. Wyatt Davis had an injury history coming to Ohio State. I don't know if that was part of the issue or not. Patrick Jones is still there out of pit, but Mon went one pick before Davis Mills, although, you know, Kirk Cousins is the guy, so maybe Davis Mills obviously would still be on the roster, but maybe not getting a lot of play time in Minnesota, but still, to whiff on Mon, Surratt, and Davis with three first-round picks is not great. You want to play the who they should have taken instead game? Yes, I love that yes. game. All right, so Kellen Mon was drafted with the 66th pick. Davis Mills is the obvious choice there. Anyone want anyone different than Davis Mills? Uh, no, it's the very next pick. Right, that's why. That's why. I uh, Lee McNeil could be up there. <laughs> okay, Lee McNeil at quarterback, if you want, or wherever. Uh, Chaz Surratt went seventy eighth. At seventy eight, you could have had. After that, you could have had. Yeah. Tommy Brown. Tommy yeah, he's, he's done. Trying, there's not a lot there. Nico, Nico Collins. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot. So they they didn't really miss out there. Hunter Long, I don't think he's done a whole lot either. Tommy Trimble. Nico he's he's been, pretty good. He's been battling injuries or no? Tommy. Uh, no, he had some, t- some touchdowns last year. All right, maybe you go with Tommy, although they have Irv Smith. And then a few picks later, they had Wyatt Davis, uh, Nico Collins, Trey Sermon. There's not a lot there. So they Robert Hainsey is going to so have well, This is a little less fun than the first-round picks. Yeah, so all right. I won't crush them for this. There, there's no sort of home, home run guys at this point in the process. Um, I, I bet right. Mon clears waivers and they're going to the practice squad. Still not great. Three first-round picks. Not ideal. Maybe take three first-rounders and trade up. I don't know. All right, so not as bad as the the Raiders, obviously, but not great. All right, what else we got? Um, other quarterbacks cut. Josh Rosen, weighed by the Browns. I mean, Just off the top for your head, how many times has Josh Rosen been cut? Is it? I'll set the over-under at five and a half. I'll take the over. Really? Is it over-breach? Or do you count trades? Yeah, I'll take the under. All right, the how many? Cardinals, how many? the Dolphins. That's the two. Buccaneers. The Browns. That's three. The Browns. He's been on the Buccaneers. He was on the Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can find it real quick. Or we can obviously find it real quick. 
Cardinals, Dolphins, Bucks, 49ers, Falcons, Browns. Preach, you lost. People Sweet always Jesus. bring up. His oh, oh, oh. <laughs> now he's only cut on five of them. I think. What's that, Devo? I mean, people always bring up his his Twitter because in the bio it says quarterback for the Browns, and his header image he's wearing oh, a dolphin shirt, and his <laughs> his profile image is from draft night when he got drafted by the Cardinals. So three teams represented right there. That's amazing. He's falling behind. He needs to get some 49ers in there. He needs to get some Falcons in there. How could Shut. you go to your how could you go to your Twitter profile and update your, your bio and not change like not be like, oh, there's like fifty dolphins in the background on my header. How could you the fact that, like, I've had a beard for six years, but I don't have one in my in my profile. That's the least of that man's worries. I suppose so. Six um, teams. Unbelievable. Shout out to the to the odds maker who, who put up five and a half. Yeah, that's a good job. The Bears wave Nathan Peterson. Whatever. Wait, the, the Bears released. wave too? I'm sorry. Nate Peterson. Oh, right, yeah. Peter, five interception legend, yeah. Nate Peterman. So remember, uh, this is actually two. These two are actually uh, relevant to our former colleague, Bleep Mag McBleeper Bleeperson, um, McBleep. Nathan Peterson. Remember how mad Sean got when, um, when uh, Nate when they uh, the was it the Bills benched Tyrod Taylor for Nathan Peterman. That was infuriating. He, yeah, but he's like. He's like, Sean McDonough should be fired. Sean, uh, Sean, Sean McDonough should be fired. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you think he's just a terrible coach if you think that. He couldn't get past it. And then Davis Webb, of course, from Cal. Sean once famously wrote a fluff piece about, about, uh, about how good long Davis Webb piece. would be. He's yeah. not been that great. Yeah, I, yeah, I was not happy with the Tyrod benching either because D- Peterman was not good. But I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that Sean McDermott wasn't good at his job. Just that was a weird sort of weird flex. Yeah, it was, it was very bizarre. Broncos waved Josh Johnson. Hmm. He's now seeking to be his fi- he's now seeking his fifteenth NFL team, which I believe is an NFL record. I think he already has the NFL yeah, record. He's, he's 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 trying to Tom Brady himself to break his own insane record of fourteen. Can something you name all fourteen teams? Something about being named Josh is not great for your longevity as a quarterback in the uh, on a particular team in the NFL. Do you think you can name all fourteen teams that Josh Johnson has been on? I mean, if uh, you just name a team, you almost have a 50-50 no, chance of without right. without getting one wrong. Yeah, All right, now. let's start. Denver. He Denver. was on. Was he on football team? Yes. All right. I remember, he and Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez started games. And he was on there. You know uh, where he was drafted. I mean, that's an easy one. I don't remember where he was drafted. Man, he was on fourteen football teams. The Bengals. I think he played for the Bengals. There's definitely yeah, a Bengals. Right. Yep, you got three right so far. He was. Okay. Was he on your Steelers, Ryan? I don't think he. he no. Oh, he wasn't. Okay, good. Right, you're eliminated, Debo. I was just asking Ryan a question. Uh, you trying to guess? <laughs> uh, boy, I'm getting nervous here. Uh, he was on the Bucks, wasn't he? He was drafted by the Bucks. Same okay. year they drafted uh, Josh uh, Freeman. They had Josh Freeman oh, and Josh God. Johnson. Uh, I get Josh, I get him mixed up because of that. That messes That's 2005. it up. No, 2008. No, 2008. I do know that he played in. All right, let's right. double. Let's double. UFL because uh, he was like yeah, NBA, NBA, like, NFL teams. 14 NFL. What? All right, so let's you see. He looks UFL. Jeez, all right, I got to look at the. Uh, I look okay. So, uh, Jets. He was on the Jets. Yes. All right. That's five teams. I'm rolling. Now, only practice squad with the Jets, but we're still. Gonna I got play. one more than 100 percent sure on, but after that, I'm not sure. Okay, we well, go. You got to keep going until one loses. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, I'll let Wilson go. Or do you want me to name mine? If you know, if you name sure, yours, we'll, you alternate in name. We'll team the Browns. The Browns are correct. All right. So that's it. Uh, Six. I know no other ones for 100. Okay. I'm gonna guess Jaguars. 
I think that'd be a good guess, but you are eliminated. Breach, Dang it. you have a chance. Oh. Breach, you have a chance to win. To you steal can win the, if you can uh, get one more. What's it called when you win both showcases? You win them both. You're like... Oh, dang it, I got one. He had to have played for an AFC South team because all those teams were so Suck. bad. <laughs> yeah. And I got it's one. It's not the Jags. You wanna, can I help Breach? You can, you can, you can get back in it if you, you, we'll give you a chance before Breach goes. Joe, go, Breach. Go, Ryan, go. You're, you're free to go. Colts. Colts. Colts is correct. Yes. Ryan, you get a chance to get back in it. We're at seven right now. Panthers. He definitely played for the Panthers. All right, Ryan, you are officially eliminated. Again? He didn't yes. play for the Panthers? He did not play for the Panthers. Breach. All right, I'm out. Would you like to steal both showcases? <laughs> I, I already stole them. It's over. I'm done. You, you gotta try I can't again. go any further. No, you got to try again. Yeah, just pick a team, man. We're at seven. Come on, grow up. Uh, 49ers. I don't think so. He actually played for the 49ers twice. Yes. Couldn't have been more wrong. That's eight. Right. Eight teams. Dang it. There's still another. Uh, don't, no, no hints. Did, wait, Ryan, did Ryan guess? The Ask Jets? the team. I'll, I'll tell you if I guessed it. Ask did he guess the Jets? Breach is no. looking at the, the Josh Johnson poster in his basement. He's playing dumb. I'm trying to picture him. I'm looking up and picturing him. He's playing dumb. But looking right you, I don't think you guessed the Jets. No. I don't think I did either. I, I guess the, was on the Jets twice. No, I guess no. the Panthers and the Jaguars with very much certainty on, on the latter or the former. Well, I would have guessed Jacksonville, so I'm glad Ryan guessed them. No Jags, no car, uh, Panthers. All right, I believe what we're missing here are the Ravens, Lions. I would have never guessed the Lions. Raiders, Jeez, Texans. Oh, uh, no, because with the Raiders, he was he was teammates with Marshawn Lynch because they're cousins. That should have been Giants. And uh, Bills. When I got the Bills. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good for man, we playing some pretty terrible games today. Yeah. And the Sacramento Mountain Lions. That was my UFL. And the Fleet. Oh, I don't even know what league they're in. Some other notable cuts from today. The Chiefs waved Josh Gordon. The Bills waved OJ Howard. The Bucks released Tyler Johnson. The Dolphins cut Preston Johnson. The Vikings, we mentioned all their third rounders they cut. Uh, the Patriots cut those two tight ends they drafted in 2020, Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene. Both third Which rounders. Logan, Ryan, any, uh, which one of those stands out to you the most? Oh, wait. The, the Steelers traded for an offensive lineman whose name I don't remember. Where's Jesse Davis from? Is he a Dolphin? Well, well actually, we're actually going to do trades next. After I know. I'm looking at that. I got ahead of the, the rundown. Uh, all, all these are surprising on some level. Josh Gordon, perhaps the least because of just the, the things he's been going throughout the field. OJ Howard feels like one that, well, how are you getting cut? Um, for, I mean, former first round pick, OJ Howard. Never worked out in Tampa. He had an injury, I think, in ACL one year. Yeah. But it just never translated. Tyler and, Johnson. And, and the Bills are willing to eat like $3 million. Exactly. Yeah. Tyler Johnson never really, like, he was an absolute star in Minnesota the year before Rashad Bateman um, became the, the star. Um, Rashad Bateman might have been the better player in that team that final year, but he was a fourth round pick. And I remember talking to a scout of the Senior Bowl that said, Basically, the Tyler Johnson, you can dime a dozen type of player. Not in a bad way, but that's just reality. It just never sort of worked out. Um, the, the Bills are keeping Tommy Sweeney and Quentin Morris over OJ Howard. That's pretty damning. Breach, where are you at? The How do you feel about the Titans cutting their punter of 13 years? Brett Kern, I believe. Uh, I mean, I think it makes sense. I feel like having Ryan Stonehouse won the job, and they were about even in training camp or in – the preseason. Princeton, had you ever heard the name Ryan Stonehouse before 
seconds ago. No. He'd heard of the name Ryan because your name is Ryan Wilson. I had never heard of Mr. Stonehouse either, but congratulations to him. All right, go ahead. Well, so, so they were about even in training camp. And and I think the bottom line is if you have two guys who are even at punting, you know, this isn't quarterback, that you're going to go with the guy who's cheaper. And Yeah, but is there anything to – because I saw this last year with the Steelers punny, uh, punter Pres- Presley Harvin who had a big leg, but he struggled mightily. Who was the, the black guy that used to punt for the Raiders? Marquette King. He, yeah, he came in and, and punted when Harvin was out for a few games, and he was booming punts. And you're like, why wouldn't you just keep this guy? Is there any mental aspect to being a good punter? Oh, absolutely. You're there's well, that's a my rookie th- why playing your first few games, and you might go out there. He might go out there and choke the first three games, and every Titans fan is going to be like, why didn't we keep Brett right. Kern? He's literally a three time Pro Bowler. So yeah, special teams mistakes are the ones you, as a coaching staff or as a team might regret more because the fans recognize that right away. If you cut your kicker and you bring another kicker and he misses his first five field goal attempts, yeah, the fans notice that. If you bring another offensive lineman, he misses, you know, one block in the first half, fans aren't going to notice that right away. So it's just, uh, it's it, it, it's not an easy decision. And, uh, you know, the Broncos did the same thing. They cut Sam Martin, who actually was one of the top punters in the NFL last year. So we saw a lot of punters go down, but not Kevin Huber in Cincinnati who beat out a young guy. Uh, by the way, just kind of this kind of an interesting note. Uh, Mike Garofalo just tweeted this out about Jimmy Garoppolo's uh, re- re- renegotiated contract, which we discussed at length at the beginning of the show. Um, he gets fifty five hundred k. It's six point five fully six point five million fully guaranteed base salary, five hundred k total in per game roster bonuses. So for every game he's active, he gets twenty nine k, which is pretty good. Two hundred fifty k for each game he takes twenty five percent or more of the offensive snaps. So if the 49ers are in a blowout, they could put, you know, they could throw Jimmy a bone and put and put him in and like get him a quarter of the snaps and get him that. some cash. Another hundred K for each of those games the team wins. Five hundred K for one playoff game, he takes fifty percent or more of the offensive snaps. Five hundred K for fifty percent or more of the offensive snaps in the conference championship game. Five hundred K if he wins the conference championship. A million if he takes fifty percent or more of the offensive snaps in the Super Bowl. No trade calls, no franchise tag calls. Wow, the Cowboys cut Will Greer and Cooper Rush and Ben DiNucci. So currently, the only I think quarterback they have is Dak Prescott. Persco was talking about that on HQ. I saw that run through the Twitter machine. So that's interesting. Um, I think they're hoping Greer clears waivers and they bring him back. Maybe. He he will. I would. They're hoping the Saints cut Andy Dalton so they can get him back. <laughs> I mean, that's a little risky, man. Remember when? Um, I mean, the Cowboys are back to having the worst quarterback situation, worst backup quarterback situation in the league. Well, they don't have one, so I think that, that qualifies for sure. Yeah, there are actually a lot of surprising this. Um, cutting this uh, cut down day feels filled with more surprises than in, in recent years, at least that I remember. Like, well, I mean, me- last year was Cam Newton like early morning on cut day, and everything blew up weird, after that. Right? Yeah, Philip there weren't a lot of huge by the Colts. Time. That's I mean, that's not huge, but that sort of sticks out. I mean, he was so good early on in his career out of nowhere for the Broncos. Um, it just seemed like a lot of minor surprises, Wilson. Like I, yeah, I, you know. Maybe not huge superstar names like Cam Newton, but like a lot of them, you're like, whoa, Duke Johnson, OJ Howard, Philip Lindsay, Marquise Blair, the former first round pick, Sonny Michelle, former first round pick now with the Dolphins. Most of new is older. Lynn, Lynn Bowden, by the way, is another name in one of those Gruden drafts. They traded him during his first few weeks on the team. He's now in Miami, just got cut there. Kellamon, of course, doesn't make me feel great. He really banged up about us. Ian Book got cut. Interesting. 
Right. So is it just two quarterbacks in, in New Orleans? Or is there Andrew third? Gregory Dalton. Yeah. And it's Taysom Hill. I wonder if he'll be listed as the number Dude, three. Dalton had a fantastic preseason. There's no way he was losing the backup job. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, Ian Book was a fourth-rounder last year. So they got rid of him. Uh, well, the book not, is closed, Wilson. That will not, not, make, so yeah, good. not make Brady Quinn happy. All right. Yeah, that's Chris Trebler didn't make the team for the Jets. He had a good preseason. He also has a CFL title under his belt. All right. You know what's what's next? Some trades to wrap things up. The Panthers traded for, we mentioned Chauncey Gardner-Johnson traded to the Eagles. The Panthers traded for LaVisca Chenault, which I like. I love Chenault. I love Why do you like that? I was talking to your buddy Adam Gold about that because he obviously covers the Panthers. I, I mean, I don't know. They were interested. They were just looking for another receiver. Just wanted to add to the room. I what, like ha, what have you seen from LaVisca Chenault during his NFL career that gives you hope that he's going to be something better than J. Joe? I mean, very dismissive from a guy who's just like shocked that Kellen Mond isn't good. I love LaVisca Chenault. Oh, oh, up high, down hard. What I'm finding Andy out is that. And Ian Book. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. I didn't did like Ian Book. <laughs> He's got two years over 600 yards, Wilson. It's not like he hasn't done anything. I mean, one of these years with Urban Meyer. Yeah. Urban Meyer thing. just torched the offense in the sense that, like he said on fire, so I was couldn't surprised function. that Doug Peterson couldn't find a way to use LaVisca, but. Well, let me put it to you this way. Adam Gold asked me this question. Can he be a number two? In the NFL? <laughs> not, not can he go number two, dummy. Can he be a number two can in his current job? At the I NFL? think I think he can be a very nice number, th- a very, very nice compliment to DJ well, Moore and, and Robbie Anderson. Adam didn't think that Robbie Anderson was number two worthy. Okay. I don't disagree with that either. So I'll bet I think- you by this time next year, he's out of the NFL, Brinson. I'll bet you a tattoo. Oh, oh. oh. I'll bet a shaved head. No. Yeah. Wait, who's out of the NFL by this time next year? LaVisca should know. God, like, Tebow knows anything about wide receivers. Freaking J. Joe over there. Oh, pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Brent, I think I'd have J. Joe's career to LaVisca's at this point for his uh, just a special team stud. And Chanel is just like a negative whenever he's been on the field. Yeah, he's Once. not strong as a returner. He has not been good as a returner. You're taking J. Joe's career over LaVisca. Take the, take the bet then. Chatty Cat. I head over LaVisca Chanel. I don't care that much. There's no way oh. LaVisca Chanel is going to be out of the NFL after well, you this take one. You take the bet then. Wait, so you'll get a tattoo if he's not out of the NFL next year? You have to shave your head and get a tattoo. What are you, you going to do? You just got to do nothing. Of two, one of the two. Who gets to, who gets to decide? Well, that's not how bets work. <laughs> I, well, I mean, you guys do both and you get to pick one. All right, you can you pick. I'm not you taking pick. this bet. I'm not. This is this bet. a crazy bet because there's no way Lavisca Chenault's going to be hey, out the NFL. Out of the NFL. Why will you All take right. the bet then? The the, uh, the offer is off the table. Yeah. Oh, no uh, you had your well, Brenton. You 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 pushed out on that one. Like I think that you you had an opportunity. Sure to, you can say that, but okay. You can say that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I can't. Wilson, as someone who got a tattoo and a bet, can. Okay. That's not even a bad word. Uh, what'd you say? <laughs> Said you wussed out. I wussed out. I said I, 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 said, I said pussed, but uh, you can say wussed or pussed. Either way, why didn't you take the bet? What were you worried about? Like literally, I'm not, I'm not shaving my hair, getting a tattoo. Like but what? The is- point, barring a an alien abduction, I I think it, the odds of Lavisca should not be out of the league next year. They're like twelve and a half percent. 
Yeah, Debo made a mistake, and it was just like it was like so. It's like one no, of those no, 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 no. no. I did it because I knew you wouldn't say yes. I could say anything crazy, and you won't say yes to it. <laughs> That's I mean, true. Like I thought you'd be like, let's bet you a bet ten dollars on Debo. Like no, I, I I bet you the Jaguars win the Super Bowl this year. You have to shave your head and get a chest tattoo. You won't take that. <laughs> That's look, look at that. He's hesitating. <laughs> you won't exactly. take that, Brenton. Well, what does Debo have to do if, if, if they don't win the Super Bowl? Shave his head. I'll shave WB into my head. Oh, that's awesome. No, shave a, a, an actual uh, – get a tattoo of a Jag. Nice. Well, I don't even know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? You said shave and then you just midstream. Yeah, I, I switched it to tattoo. I think WB is pretty, indict- pretty indicting. Okay. You have to get you have to get Brinson tattooed like in the No Regrets, um, like Brinson tattooed. It is funny how Brinson peacocks around and he's this great bettor, and he refuses to take the the most obvious of of easy bets. I mean, I'm not. I mean, like the Jaguar, I'm not not betting. I have to shave my head and get a tattoo. The Jaguar was a layup. Yeah, out of the league. I just think maybe I think the phrasing threw me. I was like, (laughs) maybe you're bad at layups. Can you make layups? I often find that when people like an egregious bet like that, it can it can throw me off a little bit. I was hoping that Debo had some inside information. Like well, I was like, yeah, I was like or something. If, he, if he'd been like he's down on the Panthers next year, that would have been what if what if you took that bet and then we got a tweet ten minutes later saying Lavisca Schnault has decided to retire instead of joining the Panthers. <laughs> that would have been monumental. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of what I'm sort of what I'm worried about, to be honest. Oh that would have been so good. I mean, he got traded by the Jaguars, and no one else wanted him but the Panthers. You were just talking him up. Why are you? Maybe all of a he had a no trade clause except the cat teams. You don't know. <laughs> you seen the contract? All right, tell us all about Jesse Davis, Wilson. And there was no way he was going to the Bengals. I just asked. It was he's a, he's a former Dolphin, right? He was on I the Vikings, it, and uh, yeah, Ed Ingram. Ingram. Do you know Devin is his horoscope sign and his entire life stories in the Vikings? Let him talk then. He played on the Vikings. So um, what do you play? I think there was expectations for him to, to stick around on the Vikings, but Ed Ingram, who you know, like probably would have been a first-round pick if not for some off-the-field issues, just really impressed. And I think that gave the Vikings the ability to, to kind of move on from Davis. But he started 72 games with the Dolphins over the past couple of years. He's 30. He'll be 31 in a few weeks. Drafted by Seattle in 2015. Oh, or was he undrafted? It looks like he was undrafted in 2015. Okay. Look, man, at this point, beggars can't be choosers. His player grade in 2021, according to PFF, was 52 and a half. That's not encouraging until you look at the Steelers' grades. Uh, I don't know if we still have a PFF subscription through work. Hopefully we do. We so don't. Can... It's been suspended. Oh, is that true? Uh-oh. That's too bad. Hopefully we can get back on that because I need to find out more about Jesse Davis. But, uh, hey, whatever, man. I'll take him. Um, golly. What did it say? It said, your account has been locked. This this offensive line for Pittsburgh is straight up doo doo. I'm really concerned about it. So what about Jesse, James Daniels? He hasn't been as great as advertised, which is also a huge concern. They gave him a lot of money, and um, he struggled at times, maybe because he's being asked to block five people. I don't know, but uh, yeah, Steelers oh are such God. a hard team to get a handle on because I feel like their defense looks pretty stacked. The problem is but if you can't score, win games. Yeah, nine to six. Yeah. Mr. Bisky hasn't looked bad. Kenny Pickett makes it real. They've, they've been fine. Nate and Najee Harris look good. The wide receivers are going to be awesome, but they can't block anyone. And, and Mr. Bisky, he was getting yeah. housed by the Jaguars front four and the Lions front four. Think about that. that Two of the worst teams in the football. That's not good at all. Good. So welcome to the party, Jesse Davis. 
Imagine the, um, your season riding on acquiring Jesse Davis. I don't want to imagine. Cut, the Titans cut um, Logan Woodside, only two quarterbacks left, and uh, fourth-round pick Des Fitzpatrick. Oh, gosh. That's the that's the guy Pete loved last year coming out of Louisville. I said, Pete, I don't think I'm a huge Des guy. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a win for me. I'll take it. All right. Anything else? Logan Woodside, fun fact, was yeah. drafted by the Bengals. There you go. That's all. Uh, sure, not fun. No, that was a great fact. That was actually the most fun Siri, fact. We had give the me podcast. the least fun fact in the planet. Logan Woodside was drafted by the Bengals. <laughs> you know you don't have an iPhone when you think that's what Siri sounds like. Yeah, really. Yeah. That's what Alexa sounds hey, like. Hey Siri, give me a thing. Logan Woodside was drafted <laughs> by the Bengals. Drafted by the Bengals. Logan Woodside was. Oh my God, this guy. This guy's a father. Can you believe that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the kid loves Yona boys. <laughs> you probably scare that poor girl half to death with that thing. All right. Uh, that'll do it. Oh, um, actually, uh, Paul in the chat noted that um, Trey White will start the season on the pup list. Not great for the, the first four. That games. sounds right, though. They have Benford, who's a fun uh, receiver, rookie receiver, who was a fifth round pick, I believe. And of course, they have Kyrie Elam, who played well in the preseason. So that'll be fun to watch how those rookies play. But you would clearly like to have Trey out there. But uh, ACL injury, I think, was November. So. That that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, it's, they got the Rams in Week One, so that's tough. Oh, Dolphins. That's, that's a lot wow. of receivers. Four hundred dollars for our watch picks ticks backstage and ask mailbag questions on air. Ooh, the mailbag. Oh, so you got to next Monday to do it. Go to, uh, go click on the scan the QR code in the top uh, right. Top right or top left? Top right. That's top right. If you're watching of the screen that we are on right now. Yes top right i didn't know if it would like face the other way when we're on youtube yeah unless you're inside our television look at that what right wilson 104 dollars am i, am I am nice I, breach i am smoking you by 100 what wilson's ahead of me oh, let's go two days left he's a call with me that doesn't seem right 121 dollars watch the draft-a-thon tomorrow brinson will be on there for two hours oh, i think crap i gotta do it tomorrow night don't i I heard you didn't have to. Just go and play golf. Do whatever you want. Don't worry about it. I can't play golf at 10.20 p.m. You have that. What's the end? You play top golf. Thank you. That's what it's called. Top golf. Got you there. Dumb, dumb. Man, I really hate you guys. Why is AJ Dillon trending? Does something happen to him? You don't want to know. Okay. I won't ask then. I'll assume only. You already asked. It's too late. I won't re-ask. I probably see the fancy football. Or, or maybe he tackled another mascot. Do you remember that? Uh, no, I don't. I'm looking at the. I was looking at the Ravens cuts real quick to see if there are any names that stuck out to me, and there are, but I won't talk about them now. We'll talk about them later. Okay. We good? We done? We done here? Indeed. All all right. Reese, whatever you just send in is it important? No. It's AJ Dillon smoking. Oh, this mascot. is a baseball game. Okay. Oh, uh, thought... yeah, it's a baseball game. Oh, my That's God. Why, why, why would no, this that is mascot... Old. This is old, but it's hilarious. Yeah, why would that mascot be a part of that? It. I think you were in Italy when this... <laughs> is this the same mascot that he now works for the Ravens and had to be taken off the field in a cart? It is not a good summer for mascots. And, yeah, poor Poe. Let's all... Prayers up for Poe. I think... How did he get hurt again? I only saw the, the after effects. A youth football player awkwardly tackled him. Or his knee buckled while he was trying oh, to cut man. away from a youth football player in a mascot versus 
youth football player game. And as uh, Mita Kimes noted on Twitter, the, the funniest part was he didn't take his little helmet off while he was getting on the card. He stayed in character the entire time, which is... Well, you know what's funny is they did an interview with the guy who got uh, drilled by A.J. Dillon. And like his whole thing, the, the mask came off for like a second. He grabbed it and put it back on before he even checked on himself to make sure he wasn't injured. And that was his whole thing. He's like, your mascot, you got to keep the head on. That's it. You don't want to like give these little kids nightmares. And uh, you might, <laughs> you know, your leg, could, you might have broken your leg. and It's dangling there. You keep the mask on. Hey, that's uh, that's hardcore. Yeah, he probably wanted to make sure his head was still attached. These All people right. love the, their craft, Ryan. These and people, like Ross Perot, these people. What? All right, great show, guys. Really filling in the... It's better to have the banter at the end of the show. That way, if people want to stop listening, boom. Yeah, that's that's an old podcast trick that Brinson still has yet to learn. <laughs> I'll do the terrible stuff up front and see how long people hang around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for the show for Wilson for Breach. I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Later.